Right now you are listening to Just a Couple with Andrew and Sarah, where we talk about anything and everything, anything that God puts on our hearts and everything in between. So here we go. Paranoid Predictions Part 2 starts right now. We've been off for a couple of weeks since we've recorded anything. Um, our last episode was right before we left. For vacation, right? For our, Yeah, for our vacation. And then yeah. school started. And so um, we did not jump right back into this because school, I guess, has has been more of a transition than we anticipated. And I think we just kind of got caught up in the swing of things around here. And so um, this got put on the back burner, but we are taking some back. time now and we are back and we're just gonna do a part two um, because we've got more predictions. So- Yes, we do. You wanna share some of the things that you predict for 2020, 2021? Sure. So we are, I just asked Ethan, we are 44 days from the election. Uh, So here's my prediction. Let's get right into it. I predict that, and this might be a pretty accurate prediction. I predict that no matter what happens on that election day, no matter who wins, you know what I'm pretty sure, certain of? We're still going to have the same God. Uh, that's true. I didn't Same know you were going to say that. God. I was really gearing up to No, I, I thought I, you were going to say something controversial, and I was like, what is this? Yeah, no, I mean, that's kind of my way of saying... Um, that's true. It doesn't really matter who wins. Uh, there, it, I can't... I mean, I'm only 39, and <laughs> so I don't remember all the elections. Presidents, really? Presidential you don't elections. I couldn't name every president off the top of my head at all. But I, this is a very volatile election. But I predict the same God that's God today is going to be the same God that's God the morning after. Exactly. The that's true. Amen. And um, no matter what happens, I also predict there's going to be people that are very upset. And there's people that are going to be very happy. And I'm being interrupted right now by one of our children. Okay, they're gone. <laughs> well, um, I think that kind of reminds me of what the thing that I always say is King Jesus is already on his throne. So the rest is just temporary. Um, yeah. he's, he won, in my mind, the election of all time when he rose from the dead and yeah. was seated at the right hand of God the Father. And uh, he's on that throne. He's not getting off that throne. He's not surrendering that throne. So that that prediction that's uh, spot on. I think that will definitely well, come a, true. It's that's a, some prophecy. <laughs> I I get caught up just like everybody with you, you know some of the politics I find very fun and I find very interesting and you know just like the the uh, environmental debate and all that I do enjoy in you know engaging in those topics now and then. Mm-hmm. But one thing that you've really helped me realize too is it doesn't really matter what happens with the election or what we do or don't. Okay. I don't mean it doesn't matter what we do with the environment, but the back of the book is going to be fulfilled one way or the other. Amen. Yeah. Right. 
So while we are not supposed to be doing things irresponsibly, why we oh, do, yeah. we, we are, mm -hmm. you know, God has given us the power to be good stewards here. Right. And to make good, responsible decisions in the election, good, responsible decisions in, in, in how we react to whoever wins. If we focus on the bigger picture, mm -hmm. it should really give us, I mean, for me, it, it, it's going to help me, you know, kind of look at this, not in an entertaining way, but as, okay, this is, this is just something that's happening within the, the grand, the, we yeah, were dealt. within like, the grand happens, scheme of things. All right, here's what we got to work with. You know, I mean, it, if you're pro-Trump, if you're pro-Biden, I don't want to say your day-to-day -day life won't if change. You're pro Kanye, you have to, oh, yeah. he's got 12, <laughs> well, he's got 12 states. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that, like I said earlier, that we're supposed to ignore the day-to-day -day events or the responsibilities we have for our earth, for our community, or anything like that. I'm not saying, okay, well, it doesn't matter what we do. We're all just pawns in this big grand scheme of things. No, 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 not at all. But it really does help you, at least it helps me, know just how much time I need to be spending focusing on these things that ultimately are completely out of my control. That I can't, I can't change the day that God decides to come, Jesus decides to come back there. I can't change that. Mm -hmm. Nothing I do is going to make that sooner or later. Uh, I can't change anything that happens after the election. Mm -hmm. It's beyond my control. You know, yeah, the only thing that we can change is our reaction to it and our response to it. And um, so whether or not it's in favor of who we voted for or who or or not, then the only way that we can that we have control over is our response. And our response, you know, as Christians is important. Yes. It's really important um, because when we, you know, claim claim to serve God and, and the Holy One. I mean, that's who we represent because we're saying we're on Team Jesus and then we have to, you know, be a team player. We can't go rogue. We can't just say, well, you know, I'm I'm really angry about this and so I'm going to, you know, well, I don't know. This all goes on in a line like with what we said earlier about are you American first or are you Christian oh, right, first? Right. Because they're not one and the same. Um but I think it gets confused quite often. Yes. And the other part of this that I predict, and this is a little bit more, I guess, on the actual prediction side of things, not just kind of playing that word, is I, I predict after the election there's going to be a shift one way or the other with how the government and everybody handles and deals with the rest of the COVID crisis. No matter, so, something is going to change. Like poof, the kids can go back to or, school. Yeah. Or poof, the kids and I don't are even, going back I'm to school. I'm not even going to talk about how I feel about it. I'm just saying there will be. It does feel like we're in kind of a state of limbo mm -hmm. where nobody mm -hmm. really wants to do anything. You know, we're 45, a month and a half away. Nobody wants to do anything drastic like right say, now we yep. you know, no more masks or no more this or nobody like, wants to push yeah. any more restrictions because – there's a lot of a lot of political capital at stake here, and it, it I do predict for sure there's going to be some significant change, maybe not the day after, but at least in people's perceptions. I think even the general public is sitting here saying, 
we're just going to kind of continue to do what we do until we see what happens after the election. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, do you predict that masks will actually be something that is like another order? Like, oh, guess what? We don't have to wear masks anymore. Do you think they're just going to kind of phase out because it's not even going to be addressed anymore? And yeah. eventually people will just stop wearing them? Or do you think there's going to be like some big like press I, I conference think... to say, oh, we don't need them any longer? What do you think? I think that it will get tiresome. And I think that eventually after the election, that is one of the things that is in my mind, either that will be full court press, like masks are here just like they, they do in China and Japan all the time. Um, or I think it's going to completely fade away. I, I feel that the general public for the most part is doing it because you have to, not because they think it's effective. No, I think that's split. I don't agree with you on that. I okay. mean, I think this is a good, this is a on the air, live, real time disagreement between <laughs> husband and wife. Oh my gosh, this happens all the time, but and I'm gonna to stick to it. my guns. <laughs> I disagree. I, think, I do believe that people wear masks because they believe them to be effective. I also believe there are people who don't believe them to be effective, and so they don't want to I wear them. I think it's like so. 80-20 or like 85-15. I, I think, think there's a lot of people that agree with me. Oh, I'm not, oh, oh, did you see, did you people hear how she dropped that? Did you hear that little, that little, here, take that little nugget there. Uh, <laughs> if you understand the science behind it, you know, I think God created science and science. So my personal is, opinion <laughs> I can't wait till we have to so we till we can stop wearing these things in public. I can't stand it. I don't mind anyway. them. I don't care either way. To me, I don't mind them. I do. Um, yeah. Moving on. Okay, moving that on. Was our, that was our first on air little argument. I don't know it was an argument, but that was kind of fun. We you need to say do more it's a of those. fight? We're not fighting children. We're no we're, we're, did, having, we're, a we're having a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we don't fight, we discuss emphatically. <laughs> Um, what's another prediction? I feel like... Oh, um, I got... Okay, oh. so the other one we talked about. I, I definitely predict that the day-to-day handling of, of monetary... Of cash and money will be different. I mean, we've seen, oh, we've well, seen cash already be less and less used just in years mm-hmm, past. Everybody's mm-hmm. got a debit card and this and that. Mm-hmm. But how about the weird coin shortage that happened with all of this, too? Well, that has reasoning behind it the well, coin I, shortage i know but i'm just saying it's going to contribute be- i believe mm, i don't think that this oh, this is good <laughs> we are disagreeing left and right on these things i really like this topic okay um so with the with the cashless society i agree completely 100 percent. i think the coin shortage just was a distraction to lead the end of world people uh, like into those you know tisks that they get into like oh my gosh it's happening right now but i do believe cashless society is happening because i do believe that's in the back of the book when we say back of the book we're talking about the bible so um yeah i don't know i so think we kind of agree because we agree yeah at the end of the day we agree on the bigger issue well look at and also things like shopping habits dining well, wait, out. Wait, let me let me say about why i think about the cashless society because like now all the kids have laptops and iPads. So when, if, but when they go back to school, I mean, like Andrew's in IT. So he said he, you know, they can repurpose all those laptops, but I'm thinking I already see how now all of their homework is in one spot. All the teachers have, you know, 
they can assign it all. And so now if they, the kids just brought all their lap, their laptops to school, they don't need books and they don't need papers. And there's no more excuse like, well, I lost my paper or I lost yeah. my, That's, or, Hey, can yeah. you, you know, like I don't have, or I was absent. Can you send home my homework? It's all there. They don't yeah. need to do that ever. It's all yeah. going to be there. So why would we get rid of that when I, we've been like doing that for so many years now? We've been we've been gearing up and towards that whole like paperless, you know, paperless statements. Um, we've been using debit cards and credit cards. And so I, I think that slowly we are entering the cashless society and that's all yeah. a part of it. You know, that's just it. Like because, it, you know, you boil a frog by putting him in cold water and then you you heat it up slowly until he doesn't know. You don't just throw him into a pot of boiling water. But that's what's happening with us as a society. We are going towards revelation, which I you know oh, obviously yeah. believe because I believe every page of the Bible. Now I don't think that that's necessarily happening like tomorrow. But I also think that we don't need to have fear of it because God's not like when He warns us and gives us like prophecies in the Bible. He's not telling us those things so that we can fight against them. He's just telling oh, yeah. us those things so that we can know to expect them, you know, like, yeah. like so that we can be on the lookout and ready for it, you know, just like how he was talking about the Messiah for so many years. And then when the Messiah came, you know, those whose hearts were ready, were ready to accept him. And I think that that's the same thing. But if we're fighting against the changes yeah. that are happening to bring us closer to that end, I feel like we're fighting in vain because it doesn't mean you, you, it doesn't mean you support evil or you support things that, you know, are, are against God's way. You but I know do think that you of, just sort of, yeah, as things are going there, you don't, you don't increase your fear level or say, oh my gosh, you, you just kind of say that you were warned about it. I mean, you knew, yeah. he told us it was going to happen. There's nothing that we can do to stop the progression of it. Yeah. Just like, you know, when God speaks, he speaks, his word is final. Yeah. Yeah. So check this. Yep. You know how we, our generation, you know, the 1980 to like 1985 people that were born. Okay. Yeah. We are the last ones, the last generation of people now. People yeah. That, that we what know what it's like before. literally before yeah. the internet. Yeah. Right. I remember being six or seven years old listening to this guy uh, at, in our house talk about what the Internet was. And, and I never forget that. And then cell phones. OK, so then I'll fast forward to our kids. Yeah. 13, 14, 12, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. A lot of them have phones. They don't even know what it's like to grow up without cell phones. Cell phones. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Let's go. Not even phones with cords on them. Correct. Now, the next hop, when our kids have kids, I bet that will be. Oh, they don't even know. They what won't cash even know what cash is. is. Oh, that's a prediction. That I, and it might even be so faster. So, like our than kids would be the last ones to know cash. Yeah, to actually know what it feels like to smell a crisp twenty dollar bill. I don't know what that feels like either, because I don't go around smelling money. Well, you know, it's like it's got that like smell of success. It's like that's oh, like stop. that crisp, that crisp, whatever. <laughs> but you can see, and I, I, I'm saying what I'm saying is, is this transition that we've gone through has been fast forwarded in the last six to eight to nine months throughout COVID because you had all of these gig workers 
that were coming to save the day through DoorDash, through delivery, everything's cashless. Mm-hmm, and they're, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we don't, yeah, we like don't want your money. We don't want your money. Contactless, cashless. Contactless. You know, my, my phone, our phones, you can, you can order with your thumbprint because your credit card is stored in your phone. You can use the, the near field communications, the NFC uh, on your phones, which yes. goes through Bluetooth. You can just tap your phone. So I think we're just in the beginning of that. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I firmly predict that we will see less and less cash use. Our shopping habits will change. And the thing specifically I wrote down for this was if two, three years ago, if we were to, to say, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to get groceries delivered. Uh, or maybe would, like you're talking maybe five, six, five, six years, years ago. ago yeah. yeah. You would think, what am I? No way. You go to the grocery store. You take yeah. your kids and you go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And now we have, looked at how we spend our time is worth that five or ten dollar fee sometimes to Mm -hmm. do pickup or do delivery Mm -hmm. and it what may have been seen at one time is kind of lazy or you know privileged privileged. you know you we are now supporting another part of the economy and it, it's is widely accepted now that a lot of people are doing because of COVID. Because of COVID, they mm-hmm. it was in. in we, well, you know, if you want, to, I mean, we kind of I think touched on this when we talked about it last time with the paranoid predictions. Um, we, I think that whole um, this whole COVID thing, anyways, feels like a big conspiracy to me because how can you get an entire world to so quickly change oh, yeah. was, a whole bunch yeah. a whole infrastructure in a short in the short amount of time almost overnight yeah so i mean come on i think it was just let out and maybe it did get out of control maybe it wasn't supposed to be disagree yeah do you disagree disagree yes. you think it's not a conspiracy i do not think this was explicitly let out in a lab for some reason no I don't know. That's that's one of my. I think there's a lot of tomfoolery my... around how it was handled, and and you know. Well, I just think they didn't know what to do. Nobody knew uh, what to yeah, do. I think there's a lot of you know people jumped on this to get their own political agendas pushed. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. Maybe. What Listen, other? You tell me. What? Give me a prediction. Oh my what gosh, I can't remember what we were talking about. I feel like I had quite a few and now I'm drawing a blank. Well, overall, I I predict for sure this is going to be a different, different um, world after the election. I I think that there's going to be a lot of um, changes. I don't. I mean, I think it's just going to be the same. Well, I mean specifically as far as how we are dealing with COVID. I guess I should have prefaced it with that. Oh, okay. That I should have, yeah, that didn't really make sense, that transition. But, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think there will be big changes with no matter who wins, something will be different with be different COVID. With specifically, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Specifically that piece. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree with that. Do you think, okay, we're not going to speak on actual political parties but do you think depending on if this party wins or this party wins that would look differently or do you think it's gonna do you know what i mean like do you think oh it would be covid yeah yeah 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I think that if um, Trump wins, I believe that his agenda will, he won't have to really fight to be down the middle or whatever he has to do to get the people that are kind of eh, on the, on the wishy-washy about voting for him. Like he probably has to play some kind of game here now with, I can't go full bore what I really believe because I'd still need to speak to the people who are undecided. Okay. But what, if he does win, then he doesn't really have to worry about that anymore. He's got one term left and it's just full steam ahead. Okay. I mean, he can do whatever he wants. What about Biden? Well, Biden, I think, is going to be a little bit different because he is building his campaign on how he would have handled COVID differently. Okay. On how Trump didn't do it the right way, how he could have done better. So I think he's he's writing some big checks right now in his campaign that he's going to have to cash if he does win. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, you know, he's going to have he's going to have to fulfill these things that he's saying we should have done because he can now enforce them. He can now make us do them. And I believe that will it will extend the use of masks even more if he, if he wins because that's what he's criticizing Trump for things like that. You know, he's not wearing masks. So logically you would think if Biden wins, it means restrictions will be in place for longer and things like that. I mean, I'm not even giving my opinion. I mean, that's not even my opinion. It is my opinion, but I'm not being emotional towards either person. I'm just saying that's, if you look at it from black and white, that's what you would kind of think would happen because of this, the way they're behaving in the election and things they're saying. Okay. okay. Wow, I should. That was good. I think that was. That was. That was wow. Do you feel like politics? I feel like feel Sean like Hannity. No. Who's that? Oh, that Fox News guy. Oh, okay. What's the guy on CNN? The um, the brother of the mayor. Oh, of- Chris Cuomo. I like him yeah, too. Yeah, he's when yeah. he was interviewing his brother Andrew Cuomo. That was some good television. That was really funny. We watched all of that stuff. I, I like. I I don't care what. Cuomo's politics are. I like that guy as as an anchor. All right. So while you were talking about that, um, I was looking in Psalms because um, that's what I'm reading right now. And from Psalm 9, verse 7 through 10 or 11, I don't know. I'm just going to read. It says, but the Lord reigns forever, executing judgment from his throne. He will judge the world with justice and rule the nations with fairness. The Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Those who know your name trust in you. For you, O Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. Um, Sing praises to the Lord who reigns in Jerusalem. Tell the world about his unforgettable deeds. For he avenges murder. He, he, oh, for he who avenges (laughs) murder cares for the helpless. He does not ignore the cries of those who suffer. And does that not sound like a good political stance? Yeah, that's I mean, a good one. I would rather have my allegiance towards yeah. the one who will not abandon me, the one who will avenge, um, you know, he avenges murder, it says, and yes. he cares for the helpless. And how many times in life, like, when do we as people get so scared and, and, 
and angry and emotional when we feel helpless, when we're watching oh, yeah. our children while they're sick yep. or when we're caring for, and there's nothing that we can do and we feel helpless. That's one of the worst feelings in mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. um, and if he cares for the helpless, he does not ignore the cries of those who suffer. Um, that's where I feel like, you know, out of any, he's not going to break those promises either. So it's not like whichever president wins is going to lie. Right. Well, yeah. Well, it yeah. doesn't. Guaranteed. Yeah. So when, and you know, not that we don't vote because that's our duty um, as citizens. And responsibility. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we do, we do the best with what we have there, but at the end of the day, our allegiance is not to um, a political party as much as it is to our God who is yeah. steadfast and won't leave. And um, that, I just thought that kind of went well with what we were talking about because we totally took this in a political direction today. Yeah. So that's the end of. And that's what should really bind us Christians together. That right there. Because it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter Absolutely. except him. Right. End of Paranoid Predictions Part 2. See ya! Thank you for listening. We're so glad you joined us. Until next time.